Hey, what's up? Uh, this is just a little podcast that you call PTSD, or uh, kind of stands for Podcast Through Student Delinquents. So this is kind of just a little uh, podcast where we kind of dive into, I wouldn't say psychology, but it has a psychology influence of kind of why uh, people are the way they are. So the way it'll format is each episode will kind of focus on one person and we'll just ask them some questions. You know, it will might get personal, it'll be funny, but the biggest thing is we just want to try to sound super truthful for this whole thing. We're not trying to impress anyone. We're really just kind of getting closer as friends, but just kind of understanding each other. You know, we all have backgrounds and we're all affected by different things, but uh, obviously that we have friends that love us and enjoy our personality, so they keep us around. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see why our personality is the way we are or what formed them, you know, None of us are doctors, but, you know, there's the internet, which kind of gives us a sort of good idea of uh, why we have certain personality traits. So today, well, first we'll introduce ourselves. We'll go around the circle. So to my right is... Callaway Winans. Uh, to my left is... Bennett Riddell. And in front of me is going to be who we're focused on today, and it's... Uh, Warren Zhang. So these are three of my buddies. Um, you know, I met them all at different stages of my life. Um, it's not going to be focused on me, but I'll kind of be leading it as we go through this journey together, I guess you could say. So um, first question I have for Warren is, so why are you a douchebag? <laughs> no, I'm okay. kidding. So no, the first question really is, uh, uh, <laughs> how would you describe yourself? Um, I would say I'm very independent to a certain extent. Um, I'm funny. I could be, I could be really goofy at times, uh, especially with close people like the one sitting in front of me. You can keep talking if, you, if you're, if you want to yield your time to the audience and that'd be good or. Yeah, that's kind of what I can think of right now. I'll let you guys. Kind of no, those are, all, those are all traits I guess I would use to describe you, but we're gonna. this is a great thing about having friends around. We're going to go to the friends and see what they have to say about Warren Bennett. How would you, you walk into, you're, you bring Warren to a party and you someone comes up to you and said, who is that kid? How would you describe him? Uh, I would say Warren is uh, very caring of his friends. He is loyal and he's just outgoing with everyone and just uh, is never really in a bad mood. From school-wise, how I know him, uh, he's always a hard worker. He never really procrastinates. He always gets stuff done. And uh, he's just a good guy. He's never really on anyone's bad side because he just doesn't have a bad bone in his body. So before I give it over to Callaway, we can describe talked about Warren. The, the thing about this is some toes might get stepped on. We might walk out of this and be mad at one another, but we can be super honest because I'm going to ask Warren some questions where I might sound like a dick. One of my friends to my right might sound like a dick, but at the end of the day, we're friends and we'll get over it, but I will, we can say nice words because, you know, at the end of the day, we'll look back and wish we would have said something to our friends, but right now we can also be super blunt and so say good things, but as well as bad things. We'll focus on more good, specifically, and bad things with the questions, but so before Cali can go. I would probably describe Warren as um, scatterbrained, not necessarily in a 
bad ways, but he's you're always just uh, jumping around to different things and um, switching switching between where your focus is at. And a lot of the times that's good because you can be really funny when you do that, and you like you can get a lot of things done. Um, and but I do also see how some teachers uh, don't really enjoy that because you can you can get pretty sidetracked easily. But I think it. it it's part of what makes you such a funny guy. Do you have anything to say back to this, or do you just... Uh, so far, I feel like I agree with him. Um, I am a funny guy, and I can get really goofy at times. Uh, I'm not teacher's favorite students, usually. Yeah, and yeah I mean, I think it's Warren. It, it depends on... I feel like the mood he's in because, you know, the first time I met my grandma, she still talks about how respectful he he was and stuff, but you ask certain teachers and they might say he kind of creeped me out when he tried to hit on me and things like that. So you never know what the warn you're going to get is, but I feel like the best way to describe him, he's just a character. There's just those kids that you meet or those people you meet where, you know, they're just good company. You enjoy being around them just because, and sometimes you might question yourself and be like why am i friends with this kid i do that probably every time i hang out with him but you keep coming around just because he's just fun to be around and so that's kind of how i see him and i feel you know you got to take the good and the bad sometimes he's a lot sometimes he's not enough but um uh yeah well with warren with adults specifically my parents he's super polite in the beginning (laughs) and then once he gets comfortable he's calling my dad big drip and (laughs) Showing them <laughs> rap videos with explicit music. Showing my mom, grandma, and my dad. And <laughs> he's just a goofy kid. So, going into that, um, what about yourself personally do you like? You know, there's something that we all think we're good at or enjoy. What about yourself would you say you like? Mm. I feel like a big thing about me is uh, that I don't usually get on people's bad side. I feel like I'm really good at, you know, kind of talking to people, um, getting along with people, and just um, having fun. You know, I'm always here. I'm really social. I love to, you know, talk to new people, meet new people. Like Bennett said, you know, going everywhere I go, parties, whatever. Um, I feel like that is a trait I really like about myself. And, um, another thing is just kind of being, like I said earlier, being independent, but to a certain extent where like, I don't need my parents to like worry about my like day to day basis. I can take care of that myself. Um, except for of course, financially and stuff. Um, yeah, I'll try to work on that a little bit, but yeah. So, I mean, this is how we're pretty much going to point out. So Callie, how would... What's something you kind of admire about Warren or something you personally wish you could do as well as he did? I think uh, one of my favorite things about Warren is that whenever you're with him, you're always just having a good time. Uh, he always, no matter what it is or what situation you're in, he, he finds a way to make it fun and uh, make things to laugh at and, and laugh with. Um, I think that that's one of the my favorite things about Warren to where it's just, it's always a good time with him. Uh, I would say, I already touched up on it a little bit, but I would be envious of his 
he doesn't procrastinate at all, and I always am uh, jealous of how he's already done with all of his projects, and I'm hasn't e I haven't even started yet, and yeah, I would say I wish I had that, but I mean, beside beside his car, I mean, he drives a pretty nice car. It sounds nice. It it looks nice, but um, personality, uh, I feel like he. He acts differently, but he, at the end of the day, he's different than everyone else. He acts different. He never tries to be. He he's cool in his own way, where you he he could be weird if he wanted to be, but something about him just he's cool. He always hangs out with cool people. You know, he's always social. He's always at parties. You know, people are drawn to him, even though he's kind of weird in his own way. And I feel like that's so cool because we all try to you know, fit in, and yeah, he'll do that at some point, but at the same time, no one dresses like him, no one says the stuff he does, you know, he acts a certain way, and I feel like he has this attitude where either you like it or you don't like it. Um, also, to add in, um, cutest Asian of SB County, thank you very much, one <laughs> I, of a kind. I think all the, all the ladies can attest to that. Um, so now we, we've been buttering him up for these past couple of minutes. Uh, what's something about yourself that you don't like or you would change you know we're all happy we're all good in our skin but we all have something we try to work on or you know um something about me that i don't like probably i i would say relate something to fun you know just always trying to like i'm very social and stuff always trying to very outgoing i feel like at the end of the day um it's good to spend time alone it's good to you know kind of cut off your friends maybe a little bit focus on what you need to focus and maybe just have um look more forward in life not just like i love to stay in the moment but i feel like it's also important to um look ahead you know plan out your future as we're all seniors in high school right now um that's probably one of my traits i don't like just kind of staying in this moment and not yeah. being able to definitely look in the long run, as of, yeah, are we saying? Yeah, we're we're gonna land a little bit. Not, I mean, not not too bad, but definitely put him on the hot seat. So now we're going. What we don't like about Warren? Yeah, no, you're some, talking me. You're I mean, me. I mean, it's not really what I don't like about Warren, but something that I don't really am not really a fan of is how he allows people to walk all over him, like his friends. Uh, it's kind of like what my mom does. She doesn't really see it because, like, she just is too generous. But, like, friends as Clayton, <laughs> like, he just is, like, wherever what you're doing, he doesn't care. He just, like, cares about himself, and then you'll, like, do it for him. Yeah, mine kind of goes off of that. Um, I mean, we all struggle with this, but I feel like some of us fall victim to it more, and that's just not worrying on stepping on some people's toes you know at the end of the day there's gonna be people that don't like you or you know like someone you know i don't know who's gonna listen to this but katie sometimes gets mad at you all the time you know you guys have a weird relationship but at the end of the day you still try to be nice to her and stuff and i'm not saying you need to go out of your way to be rude to someone like that but if someone doesn't mess with you or you know there's friends that you find yourself getting in trouble with or aren't the right people sometimes you can be that guy to just say like f off like i don't want to talk to you 
you know, I don't want to be around you. And I've had to do that too. And it's really uncomfortable for a little bit, but in the long run, it might pay off for you. And, you know, you're a nice guy. Like you said, you're sociable, so it's hard for that. And that's something I had to learn, you know, through high school that I feel like once you take a step back, you don't really realize it. But there's just people in your life that's just unnecessary energy you're putting into it, you know? And it's not a big thing, you know? If it was a big thing, we probably wouldn't be friends. But, you know, it's just something that it makes it your character not your character but it just makes it so brings a sense of flaw yeah because i feel like your friendships are different because you're if you have a friend that you don't like or you don't really mess with or you just feel like they're not good to you and then i'm friends with you also i'm like well what if that's how he feels about me too you know what i mean like is he telling that friend bad things about me that he doesn't like he's always complaining about me you know so that's why i feel like if you have a problem with someone or you don't like them, you either tell it to their face or you just, you don't really realize it. But, mm-hmm. you know, we all fall victim to that. We all do that. But, you know, I feel like that's just one thing. You know, mine kind of wraps up a couple ideas that we talked about earlier. I can't wait for my turn for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think going off of, like, the, for an example, like the class at the beginning of the year for my birthday that we were all chilling up in the garage um, I think in Ben's story with uh, how Warren was got comfortable and then started acting a little different than the professional he first met, and um, I think my just comment would be uh, taking things seriously um, can kind of once you, once you get comfortable it's it's a little tough for you to stay focused, which is like kind of two ways because that's one that's like part of the reason I think like you're so funny is because you're always this there and doing that but at the same time there's certain there's certain times where that's that's great to have and then there's times where it should be a little more on task and focused and professional I'm sure that this rep will agree (laughs) first of all (laughs) fuck you guys (laughs) well diving into this um you we all there's reasons why we are the way we are and so my question a little personal but um do you feel growing up you got the necessary attention from your parents you wanted or you felt like you needed um of course uh very touchy subject right here um well having lived in china for three years when i was six to nine uh i feel like that was very important stage of my life um, going to school there, not being around my parents for three years, and then coming back and just being a different person in general, you know. Um, I could have stayed here, but I didn't, you know, I went back. Um, I forgot English, you know, I became bilingual. I feel like a lot goes through that process, and I feel like for me, at the end of the day, rounding up to the parenting, I feel like I definitely wish to have more um, parent attention, but as a first gen, you know, it's hard. And I get it, but... Well, do you think that... Um, I mean, this is no way... No way in your parents, you know? Yeah. But do you think they they were forcing you to be independent in their eyes? And I feel like, you know, I don't want to talk on something I know, but I feel like in uh, Chinese culture, you kind of force your kids to be more independent at a young age. And once you got back to America, you saw that that's not necessarily how things work. So you were thrust from one culture to another... And you start to realize, like, oh, I have a different relationship with my, with my 
family than my friends and the only way for me to realize like oh I still need that attention is to get that through friends through teachers through stuff like that um definitely I agree with him um when I went to China for three years I was at a boarding school uh I stayed there for six days a week I went home on Sunday I think for me during that time especially not having my parents around I feel like friendship maybe were valued more than um family you know relationship uh, so I think I do agree with Christian. I definitely um, value friendship a lot because during that three years, I felt like that was what um, pulled me through, um, not having my parents around. But um, yeah, so I do agree with what I'm says, and I feel like it does stem from going to boarding school and just not being around family. Yeah, I mean, it's just when you're at that young of an age where you're so much of your character developing, it's you're, you're flip-flopping from culture to culture. You kind of got get used to one, and then you switch to another. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we all f- try to find validation through our friends and get it the way we can. But uh, that's just interesting to see that, that juxtaposition of cultures. Do you think that, in general, the Chinese culture is more closed off than, you know, families that you've seen? Like, your relationship with your parents or your family in general is a l- lot less you know, open, you know, like there's things about your parents that you don't know, or it's just not the same relationship as you've seen. I don't know. This is a, this is a topic I'm still trying to figure out, honestly. Um, I feel like in Chinese culture, as of what I've seen, I feel like parents a lot treat their kids like a lot more babies. Like they try to like take care of them as much as they could until they grow up. But for me, I felt like it was very different. You know, I know my parents love me a lot. You know, they're always there for me. But for me, I always kind of just kept this um, very distant relationship with my parents. You know, besides trust and besides me just taking care of schoolwork and stuff, I felt like it was, um, it's not much of a super lovey-dovey relationship like normal families. Um or a typical Asian family, as I would say, because I have a lot of family in China, and um, I see the way you know kids are treated, parents treat, parents are treated. So definitely, I feel like you know my family is different, and at the end of the day, that's something I can't change. So I feel like for me, friendship was valued because that was kind of my outlet. Yeah. Instead of uh, yeah. Definitely. Um. Other parts of your personality. Ever since I've known you, I feel like most of us, you kind of always fell in love with, like, basketball, rap, like, black culture in that way, and, you know, you always try to act like, you know, a hood, not a hood kid, but, 5% you know, like, black. <laughs> like the, exactly, you know, you, you try to do it, and you talk to me about your experience on Rodeo Drive, where you kind of made you fall out of love with that culture as much, but God, why do you, <laughs> why do you, why do you think that, um you kind of not associate with that culture, but you found that so interesting that you try to implement it in your life, you know, the music you listen to, you know, things like that. Yeah, um, I agree. I definitely feel like what got me into that whole, um, you know, kind of hip-hop, black culture uh, is through basketball. During my three years in China, you know, I watched people playing basketball, but I was never able to play because... I was too young. I was like seven. These are like 13, 14 year olds. Um, for me, I feel like falling in love with basketball led me to falling in love with kind of this um, black culture with which, you know, interconnects with hip hop. So when I came back, you know, music was huge. And I feel like for everyone here, especially 
music is like very soothing. You know, music, you know, changes your moods. It can make well, you yeah, happy. It can make you happy. You haven't lost your Asian. You used to also sing your Chinese songs all the time. That's true. You know, I still listen to Chinese music. I find joy in it. And I feel like music is just a way for people to, uh, and for me, like Christian says, I love hip hop, but at the end of the day, you know, I listen to, um, people may call it soft music, romantic music and Chinese music. Also, um, I listen to country also for me. I feel like it's just whatever mood I am in. I listen to the music. What's your favorite country artist? Um, I don't know. He's either Luke Combs or Morgan Wallen. <laughs> I was going to say Morgan Wallen. He's going to say it. Uh, Josh Turner. So, you know, these are things we didn't mention when we initially introduced one, but more things, you know, we learned about him. The next thing, which I think anyone who knows Warren is kind of interested about, or it, it's a big personality of his, but uh, how he is with the ladies, I guess you would say, because he walks around and he's super joking most of the time. He makes all these jokes about women. And, you know, when he's flirting, sometimes he get he crosses the line, but just in general, he's always talking about like his girlfriend, makes jokes like that. Uh, but my first question is when you're in a, when you're seriously like someone, and be honest, I don't want you know a joke. How do you approach a woman that you actually are interested in? Well, like you said, I'm gonna piggyback off what you said. Um, normally, I go around, you know, try to be the ladies' man. It's tough sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm really goofy. You know, I like to pop jokes, start up conversations. I feel like that's the biggest thing. You know, walking up, approaching someone. Uh, the biggest thing is conversation starter. But um, besides that, if I was actually approaching someone I like, um, I don't know. I'd probably be more serious, not as joking. Do you think that because is why you know some of your endeavors, relationship wise, have not worked out? Just because you have a hard time. Not necessarily opening up. I mean, I don't know if you do with women, but kind of taking it seriously. Because at a certain stage when you're talking to a girl, you have to take things seriously. And I feel like that might be hard for you, you know? Yeah. Um, I agree. I feel like um, since I joke so much, people have a hard time depicting what's like serious, what's joking. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I may be serious, but they take it as a joke. And I think that has a big issue. Um, and of course, it's my fault. But um, definitely, I feel like you're right. Uh, there's certain stages where you're supposed to take things serious. Um, and I feel like I've tried to, but it just hasn't worked out. Because, you know, SY girls aren't just not for me. <laughs> yeah. But besides that, you know, yeah, I'll blame it, I'll blame it on me. No, I, I feel... I feel like you're a really easy guy to like, you know, for girls, you know. But at a certain point, girls want to I, not take it seriously but you know they want to move as next step and i feel like you know that is where they and you i guess would run into a problem mm -hmm. and i'm not going to give you a solution that's not what this is about it's just more <laughs> about understanding but no it's interesting to see especially just the whole array of girls you've talked to in the past because sometimes you just talk to some of the most out-of-pocket girls i've ever seen and then sometimes like I don't know. You just you're all over the map sometimes, and I think it's just funny to see because you do have mm. a wide variety of girls you are attracted to. Would you Would you agree? With that? I would definitely agree. Dua Lipa. Yeah. Dua Lipa is fire, Miss. Um. Yeah. What What? I you always joke about you know all these girls. What in your mind 
you know, personality-wise, look size would be your dream goal. Like, what do you what are you looking for? Because I feel it's like hard for me. Like you said, variety. I feel like for me, it doesn't have to be the hottest girl. Of course, you know, the, hot, the hotter you are, the more attractive you are. But especially for someone I'm trying to get in a relationship with, you don't have to be the most attractive. I feel like it's a lot of things, personality-wise. You know, just kind of understanding. You know, when I'm joking or not, kind of understanding. I guess, I don't know, it's just someone who's allowed, who, I don't know, this well, is very hard. Okay, I guess you, I have the answer to my question, you're a really outgoing person, you know, you're social, but for some reason I feel like you like the shy girl with bangs in the corner, that's the type of girl you Whoa. like, the girl <clears throat> that doesn't really, she's not outspoken, she doesn't really like you at first, you know, like, this kind of back and forth, but I feel like you enjoy that, you don't, you enjoy the chase more than anything. And I feel girls that are innocent and not necessarily popular or, you know, usually you would hang out with are girls that you enjoy. Talking about that, you know, just pop in mind, I feel like Christian is right. Um, looking on my past four years in high school, I feel like every girl I try to go for is a challenge. It's never been like... Do you think that comes with the relationship you have with your parents, that it's not a very straightforward thing where you're kind of chasing that validation through your parents? Possibly, I've never thought about it that way. Possibly, but um, for me, definitely, I feel like if it's not a challenge, it's not worth me going. Well, do you feel like most of your life you enjoy a challenge? You know, in school yeah. you challenge yourself. You know, you always are trying to do new things. That you enjoy that. You're not a type of person that yeah. likes to sit around and. I mean, you like your Netflix movies, but you like that challenge sometimes. Yeah, I feel like the challenge is what drives you, and of course, sometimes you have good or bad endings but um if you win or whatever you know you move on but i agree with you i feel like the chase is what helps me the most but then at certain stages throughout the chase i feel like i realize that maybe you know this isn't for me yeah so um then, wise words from professor of love christian <laughs> christian shaw yeah i feel i don't know if there's is there some more things we need to touch on about one in general that we want to dive into. I feel we kind of hit most of the yeah. topics that kind of round up Warren. His social, how he is about basketball, the culture he's in, the woman he likes, the way he acts. Uh, Shout out to Bridget Callahan. Yeah, the lady, the girl, the girl who he loses sleep over. Um, oh. Yeah, Warren, great guy. You know, I think anyone would say they enjoy being around him. He could be too much at sometimes, but overall, I really like him. Do you guys have any closing things you want to say to Warren or apologize for anything? No, I don't have anything to apologize for. He's just a <laughs> he's a guy with a good heart. <clears throat> so uh, I think that wraps up this episode of PTSD. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. I know this is intended for a project, but who knows who listens to it. So thank you. <laughs>